VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. If you all upset, uh... Can you see me? All I can see is your nose. And your forehead. She's, uh, they redesigned her studio, and uh, you are so size-challenged, you can't reach anything. I know. I can't. I can barely reach the friggin' board. And so Seriously, my arms are not that long. So the old one you could reach. Yes, the old one I could reach. So they redesigned it to make it easier for, for you. For other people. For other people. But not for me, for right. sure. Who are blessed with normal-sized yes. arms. So I am definitely uh, studio-challenged here. Yeah. Well, it's some kind of a lawsuit here. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I need to go to HR? Uh, you're being uh, discriminated against for your tininess. Yes. That's a good point. You need, you need a high chair because you're just a little head sitting on I, top I, of it. I just sent an email to <laughs> one of the engineers. I said, uh, can we adjust this camera? <laughs> can we do something here? Uh, we are uh, back in business here. And uh, we just uh, found out a few minutes ago that... Uh, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev died. He was the last leader of the Soviet Union before the whole Soviet bloc uh, disintegrated and the Berlin Wall came down uh, back in the uh, 1980s. And he remained uh, uh, in charge of uh, the Soviet Union and uh, until about 1991. It looks like roughly from 1985 to 91. And he was the one who loosened up uh, ref- uh, uh Loosened up uh, Russia and the Soviet Union, gave them more economic freedom and more freedom of speech. And that actually led, once people could talk and express themselves, 
it led to the whole Soviet Union crumbling. And uh, plus, financially, it was way overextended during the Cold War, trying to keep up with the United States. That was during the Reagan era. And uh, a lot of people uh, disliked him in Russia for uh, creating a set of reforms that caused things to spiral out of control. See, it was, it was better for a lot of people when they were oppressed. Sometimes humans respond better when they're oppressed and they don't have any rights. And because in, in Russia, things in the 1990s were really, really bad because nobody knew what to do with the freedom. And uh, uh, a lot of the guys just drank too much. I think the, uh, if I remember, by the late 90s, the uh, life expectancy for a male in Russia was about 58. Because they, they, they simply were not, they had zero experience having a free society and got out of control. Well, he died. And uh, in the ghoul pool, uh, there were... Two picks, two Gorbachev picks, age 91, so uh, not much in the way of points, but uh, better than nothing. And uh, if there's anything more interesting about that story, we'll tell you later. I do want to celebrate something here because um, there's very rarely victories for normal people. I'm not saying this is uh, the be-all and end-all, but uh, uh, apparently uh, some time ago, the I-Team, which is the investigative team for Channel 4, uh, Eric Leonard, who used to work here, is on that team. And Joel Grover is one of the reporters as well. And it was about the massive homeless encampments and all the garbage near the L.A. freeways. And they did an investigation a while back. And almost nobody does follow-ups in news. Everything is... Quick hit, and then it's as if the story never happens. So you never uh, – David Goldstein does follow-ups on Channel 2. Uh, Joel Grover does on Channel 4, and Eric Leonard does. Uh, not too much else off the top of my head. Uh, but this was, this was pretty cool. And uh, we're going we're gonna to play this, uh, this report from yesterday on NBC4. There's not a single piece of trash, not a single tent on the 101 off-ramp at Highland Avenue in Hollywood. That's the opposite of what the I-Team found here in April of 2021 when residents reached out to us for help. Looks like a health issue to me. To get trash and tents covering this off-ramp cleaned up. After we aired a report, you can smell it in the air Caltrans came in and planted succulents and laid down rocks to keep the encampment and the trash from reappearing. For a year now, it's been as lovely as this. And the 101 is looking dramatically different all the way from downtown to the valley, a far cry from a year ago when the I-Team documented numerous off-ramps, on-ramps, and shoulders of the freeway filled with tons of trash and unhoused residents living right next to speeding traffic. Some sections we found hadn't had a cleanup since 2018. What do you need? We questioned Caltrans officials about why they weren't cleaning up these dirty and unsafe conditions. You will continue to see improvements from here on. And we found officials have kept that promise. Since our first reports aired last year, Caltrans has hired more than 50 people, some of them formerly homeless, to regularly remove trash on the 101 freeway. And areas that were once filthy, like the Sunset Boulevard off-ramp, are now clean. 
Even more striking, most of the tents that were once here are now gone. Caltrans tells the I-Team it has dismantled 38 encampments on the 101 freeway after outreach workers like these offered the homeless alternate housing. Do you worry about the safety of homeless people who live around the freeway? Well, definitely. The freeway is not a good place for anybody to live. Caltrans says so far this year, about 20 people, most likely homeless, have been killed on the 101 and 110. Now, where the homeless once lived in tents next to the freeway, Caltrans is planting drought-resistant succulents and laying down rocks. It would be hard for someone to pitch a tent and live on those sharp rocks. Definitely. People won't want to live on top of rocks. Caltrans is landscaping and rockscaping miles of the 101 freeway. The Silver Lake Boulevard on-ramp, the Vermont on-ramp, the Western Avenue on-ramp. Areas that looked like this last year now look like this. And so far, they stay that way. Like the Highland off-ramp, which Caltrans cleaned up a year ago across the street from Cam Grossman's duplex. Have the rocks and the plants kept the tents away? We haven't seen a homeless person on this property since about a week after they cleared it. Over the next three years, Caltrans plans to spend more than $179 million from a special state fund to clean up trash and to landscape freeways throughout LA and Ventura counties. Has there ever been an effort this big to landscape and clean up the freeways? Not in the last say 20 years that I'm aware. The I-Team will be watching to see how your tax dollars get spent. How about that, huh? Boy, you can tell uh, Newsom wants to be president, right? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get a couple of more years of these projects. Uh, th this shows what we've always told you. Um, the, the way to cure this problem is simply if people in government get up in the morning and go to work. You, we, we paid the tax money. They have the money. They spent it and sent out workers to uh, rouse the homeless, give them an alternative. And if they don't like an alternative, you got to keep moving anyway. I mean, 38 encampments, not 38 tents, but 38 encampments. Uh, and, and they haven't done this for maybe 20 years. I mean, you simply do your job and things happen. It's not that complicated. And instead of open space, now they have these these pointy rocks. They have these all this shrubbery that, that, that they planted, and the homeless can't sleep on the rocks and the shrubbery. So they're not going to go back. That's what you do instead of saying, well, I don't know. I mean, they're just going to come back. No, they're not going to come back if it's too uncomfortable to sleep there. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Uh, we don't have the money. Yes, you do have the money. You have uh, record revenues that no state has ever seen in the history of the United States. You just had you just people who were, were, were lazy. That's all. The government was just lazy. I mean, these guys haven't been out there doing this in 20 years. Seriously? What's gone on in the last 20 years? We, we paid them a lot of money over the last 20 years. They couldn't even clear out these encampments. Ah, that's, that's just nuts. And the garbage? I mean, it's not, it's not expensive to clean up garbage. They hired the homeless people to do it. And it works. See? That's what you do. Tell them, hey. Get up out of the tent. You're going to clear out the garbage. How about that? It's uh, just old-fashioned work doing the job. That's what it is. So anyway, it's uh, good for Joel Grover and NBC4 that they stayed on top of that story. And uh, if it, it, hopefully it will not revert back 
John and Ken Show, KFI. Well, we just brought you a report. Uh, Channel 4 did, the I-team, Joel Grover, on how a huge stretch of uh, the 101 has been cleaned up of 38 homeless encampments and and just tons of garbage. I looked at the video again during the last uh, commercial break, and the filth was overwhelming. It, it was just so disgusting and so overwhelming, and that lay there in public for years. People living there. And, and the biggest thing was 20 people had died in recent years trying to cross the 101. 20 people. When you hear about uh, Eric Arcetti and Mike Bonin wanting Vision Zero, we have to reduce the pedestrian deaths. We have to get people to drive slower. We have to get rid of lanes for cars. They never tell you the truth is that by allowing all these homeless encampments in the city, uh, that leads to these drug-addicted, drunk, mental patients to stumble all over the freeways in the middle of the night. And that's how they die. That's how they get run over. But nobody in government up until this point cared that those people were getting run over. And you may wonder, you may wonder, why did they suddenly care? Because if you heard Joel Grover's report, one of the employees said, can't remember anything like this being done in 20 years. We know some of these uh, some of these areas of the 101 had not been cleaned since at least 2018. They tried to use the pandemic as a cover. And the pandemic has been used as the big lie to explain why nobody's bothering to do their job. It's true in the public sector and the private sector. Everything's the pandemic. Well, no, it wasn't. It was that you had lazy government workers and you had politicians who didn't care. Didn't care about uh, our environment getting degraded. And that's another thing. You never heard the environmentalists complain either. Those phonies. So you, the question again is, so why? Why suddenly are they doing it? And I ran across this today. Uh, it was a column on the political website, Real Clear Politics. And you go to that site or any political site or newspaper, and there, you know the, there's so many opinion pieces now, op-ed pieces and you know, the only way to get noticed is to say something crazy and outrageous and then to get other writers to to uh, argue against you. And, and you know, you start getting clicks and hits. You make a name for himself. So it, it's, it's just show business, really. You don't know if they believe this stuff. You don't know if they think it's true. It's possible to tell. But the headline jumped out at me, and you're going to see more of this. Uh, it, the, the person's name is, let's see, Dana Strother. Wrote for realclearpolitics.com. And now, understandably, um, this is an insider, and maybe this Dana person is looking for work or is already being paid. Dane is the name, D-A-N-E. Is uh, looking for work or already been paid? Because this this reads like uh, a commercial handout. This read, reads like ad copy. But the headline says, Gavin Newsom will be president. The only question is when. Imagine this. So they think, or this person thinks, that he's going to play outside of California. And, of course, we've always said uh, that plays for about 30 seconds until you show the clips of all the homelessness and the garbage and the crime. Hence, my suspicion is that Caltrans was finally given the money and the direction to clean up many miles of garbage encampments uh, because Newsom is not only running for uh, re-election now he's he's running in 2024 as president. So anyway, here's Dane Strother's um, 
a column. I'll just read small excerpts. Uh, he writes, I've spent more than 30 years working in campaigns to help elect Democrats across the country. I have worked personally for some of the best our pod party has to offer. My father helped create modern political consulting. The first time I encountered Gavin Newsom was at the 2016 Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia. I was in the lobby of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, where the DNC Finance Committee was staying. The scene vibrated with power and wealth as well-known figures and party legends floated through the room. Then Newsom walked in. It was as if the 12 apostles raced to surround Jesus. His admirers encircled, encircled him three deep. He owned the room before he was 20 feet into it. I understood what I was seeing. There is an undefinable it with a very few politicians, and Newsom has it. Eric, maybe you could find a, a clip that I could play in a minute, just any random clip of Newsom babbling. Because, you know, may, maybe maybe we've been hasty in judging him. Maybe he has some kind of it. Should I read that part again? I want this, want this to soak in. This is what the journalist consultant class is going to be pumping into the air. You talk about greenhouse gases. He's talking about the lobby of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Then Newsom walked in. It was as if the 12 apostles raced to surround Jesus. Gavin Newsom, just like Jesus, he owned the room before he was 20 feet into it. I understood what I was seeing, an undefinable it. Very few politicians have it, and Newsom has it. Do you have a clip, you have a clip of uh, Newsom we could play? For National Democrats, complete this sentence for me. Your recall victory means... Now we need to stiffen our spines and lean in to keeping people <laughs> safe and healthy. That we shouldn't be timid in trying to protect people's lives and mitigate the spread and transmission of this disease. All right, stop. That so, okay. it's so the he, right thing to do. The right thing to do. This is what he used to justify destroying thousands and thousands of businesses and shutting, what, millions of kids out of school? The worst decisions any politicians could make for the public is to destroy people's livelihoods and destroy children's educations. And then if you remember, the people that applied for unemployment to pay their bills were met with a gigantic wall of incompetence from the corrupt, stupid, boneheaded economic uh, what was what was the name of the thing? The the employment uh, the, the, the EDD Employment Development Department. Right, they've got a cockamamie George Orwell name. It was it was the unemployment payment pay payout office. They don't actually develop anything to do with the economy. Anyway, this guy uh, Dane Strother goes on. Newsom runs the fifth largest economy in the world. He runs it. Wow. So he runs he runs Apple and Google and Tesla. He runs it. Record budget surplus. Yeah, because we have record high taxes. And Joe Biden printed out hundreds of billions of dollars in fake money. So Newsom gets credited for that. Uh, 
He's proven pragmatic in steering the state toward huge declines in greenhouse gases. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> that is a complete lie. Greenhouse gases have not gone, gone down at all. <laughs> it's, it's had no effect on the environment. Wow. But, but this, this is the game that we're going we're gonna to hear uh, over the next two years. It's going to be a complete lies, complete whitewashing of his record, and he's now officially been turned into Jesus with the apostles surrounding him because he has that undefinable it. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. Oh, we come back. We're going to have David Vesse, you know, from uh, 570 KLAC. He's the uh, Dodgers reporter, and he's the one who uh, went down the, the slide in Milwaukee at the Brewer Stadium and crashed at the bottom of the slide and uh, broke a bunch of ribs and his wrist. Uh, everybody in the world knows him for that, and they always know him for that. And uh, he's going to come in and talk about how his injuries are healing. That's next. <laughs> yes, that's the sound of his ribs breaking. In the studio now is a, the Dodger reporter from uh, 570 <laughs> KLAC down the hall. Been covering the Dodgers. How many years have been covering the Dodgers? It's my 11th year. 11 years. And um, he's, he, he, may, he became world famous uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, road trip to Milwaukee at uh, Milwaukee Brewers Stadium. And uh, de de describe that slide for people who don't follow the Brewers and don't know exactly what this is. What is that thing that you, you took your... Well, they called it Bernie's Chalet. Yeah. And Bernie, the mascot for the Brewers, slides down this slide that is very high yeah. above the field after every Brewers home run. So I just, you know, when I went up there for social media and for Sportsnet LA and 570 and all that, I renamed it David Vassay Chalet, John. So, I see. you know, I owned it the first time I went down the slide. No problems. I try to do a little extra something at the end and no problems. But made for TV, they wanted a shot of me coming down the slide. Hence, the second ride down the slide that. Now is coin the slide heard round the world. It's, it certainly <laughs> was. We are going to play for you if you have one of the five oh, people alive who haven't heard this. Um, this is uh, this is David Vesse. You also hear uh, Joe Davis and Nomar Garcia Parra, and they were broadcasting that day in the booth, uh, and uh, they explain what's what's going on. So roll that. Vesse has been talking for three days about going down the slide here in Milwaukee. I've never heard somebody so excited about doing anything, and David did do it today. Watch. All right, here we go. Now you're Holy looping around. Crap. Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy <laughs> That's the sound of the ribs breaking. Yeah. The wrist breaking. Here I come, Muncie. Oh no. Okay. First, I want to report that he's okay. Apparently, they're terribly broken up. I know, right? Okay, what happened? Dave. <laughs> Hi guys, they're still laughing. Yeah, hey, you're, and you're riding around on the ground. Style. I try to play it up. Sorry, right, right, the full you, style. You can fade that out. Now, um, <laughs> you did two of them, right? And the first one, what did you do differently on the second one? The second one, for whatever reason, John, I was going super fast, and at some point, as I'm coming down the last quarter turn, a little bit out of control. And you always hear in sports, you don't want to be caught in between. Mm -hmm. I was caught in between, and that's the reason why the landing didn't stick. Right. Because I still wanted to put on the Shacked in the Fool show. Yes. 
but I didn't have the plan for the first part of it to make sure I was safe to be able to do the tumble into the wall. Now, now, uh, how'd you break the wrist? Do you remember the exact? Uh... I do. I do. As I came down and I was heading towards that wall, I was trying to tuck and roll. But before I could do that, my right arm got caught behind me. Oh, that's not good. And that's when my wrist broke. And then when I hit the wall, my right elbow was pinned against my right side. And that's the impact of the wall compounded by the elbow next to my ribs turned into six six broken ribs six broken i couldn't breathe john that's when i knew i was really in serious trouble did you puncture a lung there sometime i thought i would but when i went to the urgent care in wauwatosa wisconsin they told me that yeah you're lucky you came out of there i know (laughs) they told me they told me no punctured lungs so i dodged a big bullet you believe them I hope so. So it's seven, so seven broken bones out of this. Well, yeah, and the, wrist, and the wrist the wrist broke uh, in a weird different pieces. So oh. I just had surgery last Monday, and they put a metal plate to keep all the pieces together. So they're hoping the bones will grow back together, and then they take out the plate? Is that no, how, plate is there for plate, life. Plate is there for So you're going to set off metal detectors in every yes, airport. Yes, exactly. For the rest of your life. Damn right. Now, I, I heard about it the day it happened, and I saw it on the news. You laughed. <laughs> I don't know anybody who didn't burst out laughing. Yeah. How does this make you feel? I mean, people have around the world have been enjoying your pain. Well, John, and, the TV crew, Oral Hershiser and the TV crew called me. Are we allowed to show this? Mm-hmm. I said, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to break my wrist and ribs for you, and nobody's right. going to see the light of day. No problem. I I have I can self-deprecate with the best of them, so I have no problem. I would have taken a lot of enjoyment of watching somebody else go right. through that. Well, I then I, I go to the New York Post, and there you were on the front <laughs> page of the New York Post. And then uh, the Daily Mail in London, you were there, and they're all carrying the video. And then I was sometimes I have the MLB channel or the Dodgers channel on if if there's a game. Yeah. And there you are on the MLB channel and there's some talk show and the guys are laughing their asses off at the <laughs> desk playing your fall over and over again. I go, oh my God. I mean, he's gonna be worth this is this is your defining moment for your life here. I'm waiting for Kimmel to call me. Kimmel has not <laughs> you called. Should have. Yeah. <laughs> you should have absolutely now you don't realize uh, this is probably in the first paragraph of your obituary. Probably. You know, this is gonna be <laughs> And you know what? Speaking of obituary, now I know what my funeral will be like with all these messages that I got via text, phone yeah, calls. Yeah. I know what the eulogy would sound like from these people. And I'm it's uh it's incredible the outpouring of love and support from people I haven't heard right. from in a long time. That's what it takes to hear from yeah, old friends, huh? Exactly. You have to almost kill yourself. Yeah. yeah. I even heard from the UCLA baseball coach John Savage. Yeah. Former Pitt basketball coach Jamie Dixon text me this morning. <laughs> I heard from Mike Sosha. I heard from Mickey Hatcher's wife. I mean, I just couldn't believe these many people, number one, saw it right. and cared enough to text me. I was, it was blew me away. You brought so much pleasure to everybody. <laughs> now, if I really made it, John, I would have been on the back page of the New York Post, not just online. I know, I know. Well, you've got something to shoot for. Yeah, there you we go. So, so um, is the pain subsided? The ribs, very raw. The yeah. ribs are still very raw, especially when I try to sleep at night. Yeah, The wrist is okay. I'm going to get the stitches out on uh, Friday. And my surgeon is the same surgeon that has performed wrist and hand surgeries on Chris Paul, Mike Trout, Vernon Wells. So I had the best. So he's, he thinks this is all fixable. 
Yes, and he wanted a T-shirt that and says it, "Sliding Ain't Easy," so I dropped that off. You should have merchandise now for this. There is a website that is selling a T-shirt. Is that, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Are you getting a cut of that? I am. All right. Well, hey, well, give us the website. Rotoware.com. Rotoware.com. Sliding Ain't Easy with the face of me on that television broadcast. No kidding. So you jumped right on the merchandise. They offered. They DM me on Instagram. They do a lot of shirts for baseball players, right. and they sent it to me on Instagram and said, are you cool with this? I said, yeah, but what's the vast say percentage? Now, how many times have you had to tell this story? The worst is, you know what the worst question what? is? You could appreciate this. How are you feeling? How did it, not how are you feeling? How did you feel when you hit the wall? How do you think I felt? Watch the video. You'll know how I felt. Yeah, I didn't ask that. I want the record to show. I yeah, didn't ask you that. did not. I figured you would say. I should record your answer if somebody asked you that question. <laughs> and did you hear from, from uh, family? Anybody in the family sympathize or did they? Uh... Well, I, you know, my the toughest call was to my wife. And when I called her on the way to the urgent care, all I heard on the other end was, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> And then when I said, I'm going back to the stadium once I'm all fixed up, you're going back to work? <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to work. I can't just go back to the hotel room. That would be even more humiliating. That's right. You got to get back in the game yeah. right away. Come yes. on. That's what, and that's what I did. When you heard what uh, Nomar and Joe were yeah. saying, I was yeah. in the camera well. Yeah. That was around the fifth or sixth inning of the game. After I went to urgent care, after I got the x-rays, I went back to the stadium and finished, back, the, uh, finished the game. That's right. You had a lot of interview, post-game interviews to do? Yeah. Well, that, that is a very wifely response. Yes. I think I would have gotten the same thing. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> not good. That was the worst. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, listen, I got to congratulate you. This, Thank uh, you. This a hell of an accomplishment, and I hope you sell a lot of T-shirts, and it's uh, – Roto rotoware.com rotoware.com and you do they have to type in your name or just they'll uh, see it they'll see it okay. <laughs> all right i'll be back at dodger stadium friday all right david vassay from uh, 570 klac the uh, dodger reporter and he is now world famous for breaking his ribs and wrist uh, crashing into the padded wall <laughs> in milwaukee uh more coming up on the john and ken show kfi one uh ken is away today one of the uh one of dozens of things that I find so curious about California and that you don't find anywhere else in the country, maybe anywhere else in the world, is um, this obsession that the government seems to have with how much money fast food workers make. You know, there have been endless protests ginned up by unions to try to get fast food workers unionized and get them... Uh, higher minimum wages, you heard the fight for 15. And I, all, my, all my life, uh, maybe this is just I was raised, uh, the way I was raised, the last thing you wanted in life was a fast food job. That was the bottom of the bottom. And uh, my friends in high school, a number of them had fast food jobs, usually lasted about two months in the summer, and uh, then they moved on. Uh, I, I managed to avoid a fast food job, although I did have a restaurant job that lasted two days. But I was the worst busboy in the history of restaurants, and uh, they quietly asked me to leave. And my aunt worked at the place, too. Nepotism got me in there, and that didn't even protect me. I dropped so many, so many dishes and so many glasses. But the whole point was you, you, you were, everybody was supposed to be passing through. 
And nobody was supposed to keep a fast food job for more than a summer or a year or, you know, while you were trying to make extra money for school. Nobody. It was the most transitory of jobs. And then I come out here to Los Angeles because I grew up back east. And there was this whole movement that said, hey, uh, men and women have to be paid a certain wage because you can't raise a family of four on a fast food wage. And I always thought, well, of course not. Any more than when I had a paper route, I was supposed to be the sole breadwinner of my family of four. I, uh, when I was 12, I had a paper route. I didn't expect my mom and dad, my brother, to live on it. So if you were flipping burgers, how could you expect uh, you, your spouse, and your kids to live on it? I, I just found it absurd. It's Of course it doesn't pay anything. And I knew when I was 12 that it didn't pay anything because there wasn't any skill or education required, that you were interchangeable with just about every other person in the world, that, that the jobs that paid well were the jobs that few people could do. And the more your talents or education were unique, then the more valuable you would be in life. But anybody can make lunch or dinner at home, and that's all you're doing working in the kitchen of a fast food restaurant. Well, not only have we had all these fights over the minimum wage, now it looks like we may get a government agency. The bill is called the Fast Food Recovery Act. It's passing in the legislature, and it's going to create some kind of a some kind of an agency that's going to rule over the fast food agency and tell them what the uh, what the wages are going to be, and a whole lot of other things. And you know who's involved in this? Nobel Bob Hertzberg, among other tyrants. So after three o'clock, we're going to talk to Jeff Hanscom. He is vice president, state and local government affairs for the International Franchise Association, like restaurant franchises. And, and his group and other groups have been lobbying loudly and really hard against this stupid thing. Because why, why, why should the government have, an, have some kind of bureaucratic commission to determine the work rules for, this age, for, this, for, for fast food franchisees? Just, it's, just, it's just nuts. It's, and it's exactly what they had have uh, that's exactly what they had in the Soviet Union. Ironic that to Mikhail Gorbachev is uh, died today. This is exactly the thing that the Soviet Union had under Gorbachev and all the other uh, communist leaders. But this is where California is headed apparently. Now, uh, Deborah, did you see the photo uh, video of that young girl who is walking her emotional support alligator in Pennsylvania? I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Right. And he, she was walking it, 70-pound alligator, as, as if it was her, her puppy. And it was one of those things that you looked at and go, well, that can't be real. This must be a setup. This must be Photoshopped. Well, it's not, but, but, but the story is actually weirder. The animal support alligator belongs to a 69-year-old man named Joseph Henney. He calls it Wally Gator. And he lets people uh, walk his reptile. And so that's why the little the young girl had it. And I, I don't know what 
kind of emotional problems Joseph Henney has that he needs an alligator with him. How does an alligator help you? How does an alligator help you with well, issues? He has an unusually intimate relationship, I think. With the alligator? Um, well, yeah, because um, Henny says when he, Wally, turns his nose toward you, that means he expects a kiss. You're going to kiss an alligator? Apparently, uh, Joseph kisses Wally often, and Wally has come to expect this. Ah, uh-oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> there could be a lot of risky activity yeah, going on, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a super, he's super sweet natured. The two of them, Joe and Wally, watch television together on the couch. This is, this is for real. And yeah, this was in the Washington Post. I, I didn't believe the photo in the video. You're watching TV with your alligator? Uh-huh, yeah. And um, he takes Wally shopping with him at the farmer's market. And um, he 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 gives hugs. Allie, well, Allie, Wally hasn't attacked anybody? No, people walk up to him and hug him. He's seven years old. He's five and a half feet. And he has a following on TikTok and Instagram. This is how absurd social media has gotten. An alligator now has a TikTok and Instagram <laughs> account. And made headlines. Henny took him to Love Park in Philadelphia. And that was the, the video that we saw. Um, he met Wally back in 2015 when a friend called from Florida and asked if he could take in a few gators that were found in a pond in Orlando. And he always enjoyed caring for reptiles. So um, he's always helped relocate unwanted alligators, snakes, and iguanas to wildlife sanctuaries. And he decided to hold on to uh, to Wally here. And uh, Aren't they, alligators dangerous? I, yes. Don't they eat people? Yes, they do. Um, experts say that alligators generally do not make good pets. And they're illegal to own in many states. And last year, an 80-year-old, or last month, an 80-year-old Florida woman was killed when she fell into a golf course pond and was attacked by two alligators. Exactly. Mm. Um, you remember that terrible story, I think, at uh, uh, Disney, Disney World. Disney World. Yeah, that two-year-old. In Florida, movie. right. Yeah. Popped up out of the, uh, popped up, uh, out of the pond. Yeah. And, and I've been to that place. Oh. I remember that pond. That was a terrible story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they are predators. They're hardwired to believe that other creatures want to eat them, so they eat you first. Anybody that wants to say hello to Wally is crazy. Anybody so you who wants to kiss Wally is nuts. You're not going to kiss Wally? No. Not that I want any harm to come to Wally because I don't, but <laughs> no. I wouldn't take that chance. <laughs> Wally would take you out. <laughs> I, I would be gone in a second. I was going to say, how far are we taking this animal loving stuff? <laughs> yeah, this is this is too far. You, you, <laughs> Again, You'd I'm be gone the best in a to Wally, but I'm not uh, getting near him. Uh, yeah. Well, apparently, uh, people are dumb enough when he walks around the park to walk up and uh, and kiss him. Well, isn't that a huge liability for the owner? I I, I don't there's obviously something wrong with the owner. Okay, yeah. there's there's obviously more than one screw loose.
but uh, Henny said Wally Gator helped him emotionally. He went through a recent prostate cancer and weeks of radiation treatment, and uh, he took the alligator with him to his cancer treatments. I can't imagine that that would be allowed. He has a 300-gallon portable pond in his living room. Is there some TV show called Gator Boys? I've never seen it. Apparently, that's their favorite show they watch together. Gator Boys? Gator Boys, yeah. I'm sure they watch Crocodile Hunter reruns, too. <laughs> well, because last last weird thing I saw was the uh, the emotional support peacock. that was. I can understand a peacock more than an alligator. Yeah. Yeah, how much damage a peacock can do? All right, we come back. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, we're going to talk with uh, somebody from this uh, franchise association. They're very upset that uh, California may have this stupid agency that's going to tell them uh, how much to pay fast food workers. The fast food workers have their own government agency now to pay them and and and, and regulate. John and Ken show Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM six forty. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls 
offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.